Greetings in the precious name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. It is good to be able to come to you today and to share with you in this love story about the Lord Jesus Christ who have loved us and gave his life for us that we may have the right to eternal life. This morning, we want to address you from a subject, victory through the blood, victory through the blood. Amen. But before we get into the word of God, we want to have a word of prayer. Father, it's in the glorious name of Jesus we come giving you thanks and praise for all the great things you have done in our lives. Above all, we thank you for salvation through the blood of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, because when nothing else could have, your love lifted us. We ask you to bless those that are listening and streaming. Bless them and strengthen them. Uphold them in Jesus' name. Let them know they are not by themselves, that you're with them and you will sustain them and hold them up. We give your name all praise, honor, and glory. For we thank you and we bless your name now. In the glorious name of the Lord Jesus Christ, amen. Amen. So we begin to look uh, at the scripture here, uh, the victory through the blood. Revelation chapter 12, verse 10 and 11, the King James text say, and I heard a voice saying uh, in heaven, now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before God day and night. See, the devil is always accusing us before God. He gets you into some stuff is almost like a bully. He'll coerce you to do something, and then he turns around and write that against you. And that's the way the devil was. He, you know, in the case of Job, how. Uh, he was accusing Job before God. And he does the same thing for you and I. Amen. Saying that the only reason why they serve you is because you're doing something for them. But amen. All right. So he does the same thing. But they say, uh, verse 11 say, and they overcame him. Aren't you glad that you are overcomer? They overcome how? By the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. And they love not their lives unto death. To overcome means to conquer, prevail, get the victory. They overcame him. Amen. All through the Bible, we have the bloodstream and it's teaching teaches us that without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. Some of our most powerful songs in the church, especially in the old days, is those blood songs. Songs such as, there is a fountain filled with blood drawn from Emmanuel's vein, and sinners plunged beneath that flood lose all their guilt and stain. And another one, what can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but 
the blood of Jesus. And those songs had us going. And how about this one? Wash me over again. Wash me over again. In thy precious blood, wash me over again. And then this one here, I know it was the blood. I know it was the blood that saved me. One day when I was lost, Jesus died on the cross. And I know it was the blood that saved me. And then there's the other one, the blood prevail. <laughs> I thank God for it. We used to use this all the time. Amen. Amen. We used to say the blood cover, the blood prevail. Amen. And surely it still prevail. No demon in hell can get past the blood of Jesus. For I heard him say, when I see the blood, I will pass over you. And so we thank God for those blood songs. Hallelujah. We want to point out six things, amen, uh, that we have through the blood of Jesus. The first one is redemption. We have redemption through the blood of Jesus. The action of saying or being saved from sin, error, or evil. God's plan for the redemption of the world. Sold for a piece of fruit. Bought back with the blood of Jesus. Adam ate that fruit, whatever it was, amen, for his own pleasure. But it took the blood of Jesus to bring us back from where we were. Look at the book of Colossians chapter 1, verses 13 through 17. Who have delivered us from the power of darkness and have translated us unto the kingdom of his dear son, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sin, who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creation. For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible, invisible, whether they be thorns or dominion or principalities or power, all things were created by him and for him. Friends, you are created for God's glory, but you can't glorify God until he was able to bring you back through his precious blood. And verse number 17 say, and he is before all and by him all things consist. To redeem means to buy back that which was lost. And it took the blood to redeem that which Adam lost in the fall. The first time the main sin, God killed an animal and made coats of skin for Adam. Adam was trying to do it the cheap way. He was trying to take fig leaves, but fig leaves will never cover up. Something had to die. And all the lambs that died was Pointing to the Lamb of God that John saw coming down the Jordan said, Behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. Amen. So the leaves could not do it. Amen. The only thing that could do it was the precious blood of Jesus Christ. It couldn't just be anybody that redeemed us. Anybody couldn't redeem us. They had to be kin to us had to be kin to us. But we asked the question, 
How could he be kin to us as sinful as we are and as holy as he is? But this is exactly what Jesus did. We must remember Jesus did not come into the world as a God. He came into the world as a man, subject to like passion, just like we are. I don't think we understand, amen, the, the, the transition that took place. He is holy, can't stain sin. And the Bible said, he became, he that knew no sin became sin. My God, my God, he did all the works. He that knew no sin became sin that I could become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. He couldn't be a distant cousin. He couldn't be a stepfather, but he had to be my brother. <laughs> he had to be my brother. And guess what? He is so meticulous that he knows my name. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Out of over 7 billion people in the world, he knows James Frank Harris. And whatever your name is, he knows your name. He don't, when you come before him, you know how we do sometimes, we come, somebody be, come before us and we say, ah, 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 you, you, ah, ah, ah. But see, when you come before him, he knows your name. He is our kinsman redeemer. He has died, given his blood for us that we could have the right to the tree of life. In the book of 1 Peter, chapter number one, verse 18 through 21, it says, for as much as ye know that ye were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your uh, vain conversation received by tradition from your father. But with the precious blood of Christ as a lamb without blemish and without spot, who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifested in these last times for us, who by him do believe in God, that raised him up from the dead and given, given him glory, that your faith and hope might be in God. Can you thank God for redemption through the blood of Jesus? And then another thing we got through the blood of Jesus, the other victory we got is peace. Peace, a state of tranquility and quiet. Peace is a concept of social friendship and harmony in the absence of hostility and violence. In a social sense, Peace is commonly used to mean a lack of conflict, such as war. And we were at war with God, but Jesus have made peace. Lord, have mercy. He reached up and got God's hand and reached down and pulled us up together. All of this was reconciled in Jesus. Amen. And I don't want y'all to think I'm preaching another God. Not ain't but one. His name is Jesus. Amen. But Jesus became the manifestation of God. 
Amen. We couldn't see him because God is a spirit, but God got in Christ and in Christ, amen, he was able to pull us together. And look at Colossians chapter one, verse 20. And having made peace through the blood of the cross by him to uh, uh, reconcile all things unto himself, he made peace through the cross, through his blood. There can be no peace between man and God without blood. Amen. The life of the flesh is in the blood. The blood is what speaks. The blood is the thing that got your DNA. It lets you know what's going on. Amen. But I thank God for the blood of Jesus that is able to wash and make us whole again. The book of Romans chapter 1 of chapter 5, brother, and verse 1 says, Wherefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith unto this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. You and I are living in hope. I don't care what you're going through today. We are still living in hope. Amen. Hope for a better day. Because if you ever notice your very best day here, amen, uh, you know ahead of time another sad day is coming. But oh my God, we are going for that day when there will be no more sad day. We will be able to rejoice in God forever. And all of that is made possible by the blood of Jesus Christ. Not only so, number three, we now have new fellowship, new fellowship, friendly association, especially with people who share one's interests. Amen. We have peace with him. Now we have a new interest in Jesus Christ. We are no longer carried about by sin, but we, amen, have our mind fixed on Jesus. He has given us the Holy Spirit that he said will guide you into all truth. And so now we have that fellowship with him. And Ephesians 2.12 says, neither, never before, amen, have we had that fellowship before, but now we have that fellowship in Christ Jesus. Uh, never before was there a fellowship between the Jews and the Gentiles. Amen. We were enemies one to another, but look at what the blood of Jesus has done. It has put us to the place we are neither Jew nor Gentile. We are just brothers in Christ Jesus. And that was done through the precious blood of Jesus. The Jew got Jesus blood. I got Jesus blood. So we are one in him. Ephesians 2 says that at that time, we were without Christ being alienated from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenant of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, you sometime were far off or made nigh by the blood of Christ. For he is our peace who has made both one and who has broken down the middle wall of petition between us, having abolished in his flesh the enemy, 
even the law of commandments contained in ordinance for to make in himself of twin one new man so making peace and that he might reconcile both unto God in one body by the cross having slain the enemy thereby and came and preached peace to you which were afar off and to them that were nigh. Let me tell you, Jesus not only died on the cross for us, but when we didn't want us, want him rather, he came and sought us. Say, I found, I found the Lord. God was never lost. God found you. And when he found you, he showed you his goodness and his mercy. I, sometimes I stutter as I think about what could he have seen in me to make him want to come after me. But Dr. Cop said on last week, we are expensive. My God, the only thing I see expensive about me is the fact that Jesus loved me enough to shed his blood for me that I could be free from sin. So he found me. He sought me out. He pleaded for me. He pleaded for you before you told him yes. And he did not give up on you. He kept on seeking you. But all of that was because of the blood of Jesus. Can you just pause right now and give God glory for the blood of Jesus? It wasn't bulls. It wasn't heifers. Amen. It was the precious blood of Jesus that washed us and made us whole again. And we bless his holy name. Now, number four. We have cleansing from sin by the blood of Jesus. Washed whiter than snow in the precious blood of Jesus. When a person that was deep in sin, like the woman at the well in Mary Magdalene, or the apostle Paul saved, regardless of that person's past life, the blood cleanses them from all sin, not this son, but all sin. And isn't that something how easily he forgives our sin after paying such a price? You know, Paul, Paul was killing the people in the church, but he forgave him all his sin. Mary of Magdalene, amen, this uh, woman, horse woman, but God saved her from all of her sin. Amen. And he'll do the very same things for you as well. And some of you, he's already done it. And you can witness with me. Look at 1 John chapter 1, verse 7. This is what it said. But if you walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. I want you to confess now. I'm cleansed from all sin. Say it again. I am cleansed from all sin. Amen. Because I tell you, it, it blows the mind to think about what we was doing in the past. And all of our sins have been forgiven. Amen. And he loved you. He don't love me any more than he loved you. He loves both of us the same. Amen. 
And then the book of Revelation, chapter one, verse five through and six says, and from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead and the prince of the kings of the earth unto him that loved us and washed us from our sin in his own blood and has made us kings and priests unto God and his father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Number five, a new and living way open. A new and a living way have been opened for us. A new and a living way. Uh, the high priest entered unto the holy of holies is a type of Christ himself entering into heaven with his own blood for us. You see, everybody couldn't go in. The high priest, you had to confess your sins. The high priest would go in. But now Christ had went in once and for all for you and for me that our sins could be washed away. Note Hebrews chapter 10, 19 says, having therefore brothering boldness to enter into the holy by the blood of Jesus, by new and living way, which he has consecrated for us through the veil, that is to say his flesh. And having a high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. The veil of the temple was rent when our Lord Jesus Christ was crucified. And now we can enter into the presence of the Holy God made possible by the blood of Christ. And how are we going to get it? You know, it doesn't matter. You could you can just fall down on your knees at any time. You could be in the middle of the day and you can just enter. Amen. All of hell can be break, breaking loose and you can just enter. Amen. All you do is call his name. My God, my God. And when you call his name, you enter into his very presence. I don't have to call up nobody, get a priest or nothing. I can go in on my own. Why? Because of the blood of Jesus. Number six, he provides a song throughout the ages. Because of Jesus, I have a song. I have a song to say. The Lord had been impressing on me to tell the saints to reach real deep inside themselves and get a deep praise for him. Sometimes we do the little shallow praises of cliches that we know, but I felt God impressing on me, tell the saints to reach deep down in their spirit and get a praise for him. One that recognize him as Lord of Lord and King of King. One that denounces them of being in any kind of control is in Jesus. And you, the longer I am in him, the more I find myself saying, 
Lord, I can't do nothing without you. This is what he said in the 15th chapter of the book of John. Without me, you can do nothing. And God wants us to have that dependence on him where we cast everything on Jesus. I cannot just do something. I can do nothing without him. And when we begin to give him that praise and that praise begin to come from on the inside of us and put God in his rightful place because he is the one that prevails. The devil would have beat me on yesterday, but for Jesus. <laughs> he would have destroyed me last year, but for Jesus. Jesus is the one that stood up and fought for me and gave me the victory. And therefore, I am able to give him the praise that his name deserves. And we thank God for the song of the blood. Here we sang some songs in Mount of Keys, and many songs do not have much gospel. But one day, after a while, the angel will have to stop their harps. They got to hang them harps up because we are going up, going to be the one that are going to be singing the praise of God. And in the book of Revelation chapter five, we find these words, and they sang a new song saying, thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof, for thou was slain, have redeemed us to God by the blood of Jesus Christ. In verse 10, and has made us unto our God kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. Verse 11, and I beheld, and I heard the voice of many angels round about the throne, and the beast and the elders, and the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000, and thousands of thousands sang with a loud voice, Worthy is the lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. And every creature which is in heaven and on earth and under the earth and such as in the sea and all that are in them heard I saying blessings and honor and glory and power. Blessings and honor and glory and power. One more time. Blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him that sitteth on the throne and unto the lamb forever and ever. The blood is released through the name. How am I going to get the blood? The blood is in the name. That's why the scripture says, the like figure we're into baptism does now also save us. It's not the putting away of the filth of the flesh, but it is the answer of a good conscience towards God by Christ Jesus. So when I call the name Jesus, I release the blood. Oh my God, my God. Whenever you call that name, when the devil is on your trail, when it seems like he almost got you, all you got to do is release the blood. Just say, Jesus, 
Because sometimes you don't have a prayer that you can pray. You can't put it into words, but you can always say Jesus. And when you said Jesus, you release the blood. And when you release the blood, the devil got the flea. He can't stain the blood because he said, when God said, when I see the blood, I will pass over you. The demons are destroyed by the blood of Jesus. So when we are baptized in his name, when we pray in his name, whenever you call the name, amen, you release the blood. My God, my God. So amen. when you say Jesus, you release the blood. You don't have to say the blood of Jesus. All you got to do is say the name. Say the name. Say the name. Say the name. When you say the name, you release the blood. Amen. Let's release that blood in Jesus' name. We thank God, amen, for the word of God on this morning. Amen. I, I love the blood of Jesus. I thank God because I realized I was a sinner lost in sin. And though I've been saved for some years, I haven't been saved because I've been all that good. I've been saved because of the blood of Jesus. I give him all praise. I give him all honor. Jesus. Oh, precious Jesus. The lamb that loved me enough to leave heaven and come down to earth For something, I could see it if I was worth something, but I was worth absolutely nothing. But he saw enough in me to want to come to earth, not only come to the earth and just have a little inconvenience, no. He knew he had a cross before him, but he still he came. He knew that they were going to beat his back, but still he came. He knew that they were going to beat him in his head with sticks, but still he came. He knew that a record cross was going to be placed upon his back, but still he came. Oh, my God, he still came. I learned recently that he said that one of his eyes was pulled out of the socket. But still he came. He thought I was worth it. He came that my sins could be washed away, that your sins could be, could be washed away. Not that we were good, but because he chose to love us. He chose to love us and to die on the cross that you and I could have the right to eternal life. Friend, if you don't know Jesus, I don't care how much you've sinned, how crimson your sins may be, Jesus wanted to forgive you and wash you. But he can't do that until, see, they overcome with the, the blood and with their testimony. And now if you would ask Jesus to come into your life, 
he will come in. Hmm. He'll come into lives worse than yours. I don't care how bad you are. He'll come into lives worse than yours. He comes in and he takes over. You was on your way to hell. He'll have you on your way to heaven. He'll wash you. You have habits that you can't stop, but he's able to stop those habits and make you whole again. Open your hearts to the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, I'm a sinner. I need you to come into my life. I need you to save me. I believe that Jesus came and died on the cross and my sins could be washed away. And now I lift my hearts, my soul, my spirit to you. Come into my life and fill me with the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. Well, God bless you. Amen. You have a great day. Amen. And we'll see you next time. In Jesus' name.